Hello and welcome to the From the Touchline podcast. I'm Rev. Brad Kenny, Director of Soccer Chaplains United and the Volunteer Chaplain for the Colorado Rapids of Major League Soccer. Well, we're changing things up for the next few weeks as we celebrate and commemorate the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup taking place in Australia and New Zealand. We've got some different theme music and a little different format. Each week of the tournament, I'm going to read a different selection from our devotional book that we've just published. The devotional is entitled, Five Women You Meet in Faith and Football. You can find it on Amazon in paperback or in ebook format in the Kindle store. So sit back, we begin this week's reading next. Week three in our reading of the devotional, this week looking at Ruth, and today I'm on day two. Today's warm-up might seem like a little bit longer, you know, reading the whole book of Ruth, but it's worth it. If you have limited time, though, just read Ruth chapter two for today. Again, take a moment to pause the podcast and read Ruth chapter two. You can read it on the YouVersion Bible app, your own copy of the Bible, or even listen to it audibly through Bible Gateway. All right, checking out the Rondo portion of our daily trainer. There aren't any specific notes for today's reading and devotional, but let me read the overall note. I think it's good to revisit and remember this about Ruth and her story. So special notes kind of for the whole story of Ruth. Ruth, her life and her example really sets up as a mirror offering up a huge contrast to the surrounding people of the day. During these times in Israel, there was really a lack of loyalty, a lack of hard work and care for others, and Ruth's character puts the people of Israel to shame, uh, especially her being a foreigner. It's more like Ruth is more of a team player than those on the team. So maybe that gives you a little bit of special insight into Ruth. Okay, So in our field exercise, let me read the devotional reflection. This is entitled or subtitled, Ruth the Laborer. Ruth is a hard worker. Her work ethic makes her stand out to the foreman and eventually to Boaz. She isn't slacking off. She isn't cutting corners. She isn't looking merely for a handout. Now, that said, Ruth also isn't a seasoned field worker, but her work ethic earns her a degree of favor and grace. You know, work ethic in football is not always visible, and perhaps even more so for the women's side of the game. There's a disparity in pay, and often that means second jobs or seeking other means of income and support. Resources around women's teams also aren't nearly close enough to the same level as men. The the privilege of motherhood is also a, a special and unique aspect of women's football that really doesn't exist in the same way for the men's side. The truth is, female footballers are some of the hardest working people in sport. Now, does a good work ethic get noticed, appreciated? Not always. And not all hard work is good work. You know, in recent recent times, many testimonies have come forward from male coaches who have body shamed female footballers into working hard to lose weight or to improve on a performance aspect. The imbalance of power that coaches or a general manager or technical director or team president have over an athlete have often led to destructive patterns and behaviors as athletes try to cope. Regardless of whether the coach, the club chair, the athletic director, the scout, or fans see our hard work, we can rest assured that God does. 
Scripture exhorts us to take responsibility for our work. It says, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. You can read that in Colossians chapter 3, verse 23. Even if we don't see reward for our labors in this life, we are promised an inheritance for God. So let's work hard for Him. All right, getting into the finishing drills for today, let's work through the reflection questions. And uh, yeah, we've got a couple good ones here today. First one, uh, who's the hardest worker on your team, in your family? What characteristics do they share with Ruth, or what stands out to you about their worth, work ethic and attitude? All right, so I've been thinking about this on a number of levels. I've been the volunteer chaplain for the Colorado Rapids for over 22 years. And there's a lot of names that come to my mind, but you know, some of the characteristics that I see is I usually see this hard work ethic more developed in the more senior or veteran players. You know, they're usually the first ones in and last ones out. They seem to be super diligent about taking care of their bodies, and it feels to me sometimes that the younger guys, uh, unless they've had good instruction or coaching, they don't pay as close attention to this initially. Some of the players that come to my mind from my time with the team include guys like Jeff Lorenowitz, Kosuke Kamara, Axel Huberg, uh, Pablo Mastroeni, Drew Moore. These are just a few names, and there's certainly more than that. And, and there's a high level you need to be a pro and to be a pro for a long time. And these are some of the guys that, at least with the team that I've served, they've kind of had this longevity and they had the high work rate, work ethic. In my own family, hands down, it's my father. He's a self-professed Staminac. He's He has a proclivity, in fact, to being a workaholic at times, but he's always fixing things for me, for mom, for my kids. And he just seems to tirelessly give and work hard in his profession in sales for sure, but in other things as well. You know, whether it's fixing a car or helping around the house, sewing, painting, you name it. I really look up to my dad in this regard. And while I'm not as hands-on and technical as he is, I'm really impressed by his work ethic. It's had an impact on me. So reflection two, has there been a time when it was hard to give your all, quote unquote, uh, to to complete an effort or a particular job or task? Whether it was something at work, school, or home, how does it change for you to focus on doing it for Jesus? Something that comes immediately to mind has been this devotional book project. There's probably some other better examples in my life, too. But I don't know if you've ever written something, but you hit these moments and times when you just feel out of gas, you feel discouraged, you don't want to open up the file or the computer one more time, and you're just ready to kind of give up or give in. Uh, I I remember a story, too, a, a pro player I was working with one time. He really struggled with his attitude towards coaches. He kind of felt hurt, undone by them. He was a Christian, And one of the coaches had come to me and said something to me about this player's apparent lack of drive, his head, quote-unquote, being down. I remember we worked through this, uh, the player and I, and we were going through a study in Colossians, and there was a bit of this transformation moment, and his attitude changed as he realized, like, I need to work uh, for the team, for my coaches, as though I'm working for the Lord, working for Jesus. And it was such enough of a transformation that the coach later came up to me and he's like, I've never seen anything like this, Rev. And so I I know that uh, a hard work ethic really can have an impact on the teams that uh, we play for and with. Well, now for our cool down. I want to invite you to pray with me, if you will. A prayer for today. 
Lord God, you give us work, vocation, a purpose to accompany our life for the number of our days. May we apply ourselves with a perseverance and dedication. May we demonstrate good stewardship and excellent work ethic. Establish the work of my hands. Yes, establish the work of my hands. Amen. Thanks for listening today. Just to remind you, Five Women You Meet in Faith and Football is available now through Amazon. We'd love it if you give the book and this podcast a rating and a review. Well, I hope you'll join us again next week. This is Rev Brad coming to you from the Touchline.